Welcome to Under the Table Talk with yours truly, Sierra and Ethan, brought to you by the Believe Network. Let's get into it. What's up, party people? Welcome back to Under the Table Talk. Please allow me to introduce you to the host of the show, the dubstep delight from Dayton. I am twisting my words. I'm so bad at this, but it's okay. Sierra's back. We're going right. to take that one. We are taking that one. That was like our 100th take today. My brain's not working. It's like his fourth take, not a 100th take, but his fourth take. And that's okay. It's Sunday. We're recording this on Sunday. We record them on all Sundays. Well, right. I'm just reminding everybody. For the religious people out there, the Lord's waiting. He wants me to see do my best on these days. Is that what he's waiting for? Is this the day of rest? I don't. I don't know. Hey, welcome back. You were just in welcome San Diego. Yes. How, how was it? I just got back. It was fantastic. We were actually supposed to have my friend Nadine on here. She lives in San Diego. That's why I went to go visit her. And my friend Emily. They will both be on the show eventually. Don't you worry your little hearts out. But everybody from Ohio flakes. They had to cancel last minute. Emily was actually, I didn't know this, but she is moving today in with her boyfriend, who's not here because he's in Chicago. And so she's basically moving her whole place by herself. And so Nadine was helping her. And Dean was like, yeah, I just, I have to do a lot of other work because I didn't get to finish it on Friday. And I have to help Emily move, a.k.a. I don't think I can fit in a podcast episode today. No shade. What a play by the boyfriend. I, I mean, he lives there. If I didn't have to help move a significant other in or move anybody ever again, because I've done a uh, lot yeah. of moving in my living out here in LA, I've moved to four different places. The last time I hired movers because I just have had enough of the lifting and. If I forth. moved, I would probably. But well, big actually, plan, big plan, the boyfriend to, to be in a different, to be in a completely different state the day your girl's moving in. Mm-hmm. I like to play. I mean, yeah, it's. I don't think it was a play. I just think that's how it worked out, considering May 1st is on a Monday. Moving in June. June probably starts on, like, a Wednesday. Huh? But you know what I'm saying? Like, when you move in on the first of the month, it's like, got to make sure the other people are out. You got to make sure the weekends match up. I guess, you know, and his birthday was the other day, so he was in Chicago celebrating with the homies. All the homies are in Chicago. Shout out all my homies in Chicago. Shout um, out Chicago homies. You see any uh, sea lions? No, actually, no sea lions, but I did go to the beach uh, once or twice to the cliffs, and it was it's beautiful down there. Very gloomy, actually, this weekend, close it was to the gloomy, beach. Shy. It was gloomy here, too. Was on the it? West side. Yeah. It's like we're hitting, like, an early May gray and we June are. gloom, and it's very weird. Meanwhile, like, the valley and the eastern parts of L.A. Shit. are hot and, like, sunny, so it's a very bizarre concept. But if you don't live in L.A., you don't give a shit about yeah, what we're talking fall. about right now. Um Damn, I was hoping for, like, kind of a wild story. Like, come back, like... No, normally when I go to San Diego, like, we just go out. Like, we and just you go make out, out with somebody. But yeah, normally someone's getting made out with. Someone's someone's doing something crazy. We're out to, like, 3 or 4 in the morning. It's super fun. And this time, it was a little bit more of a wholesome trip. Like, we walked, we walked around. We went to all the cool spots. We worked out. We, like, went on a big hike to a waterfall, did some cliff jumping, like... It was fun. It was really fun and good time with my friends. Like, I, I mean, I passed out last night at like ten thirty six. <laughs> yeah, I think I fell asleep early like too. Like that's just the the day of the grandma, you know. Like that's how I roll nowadays. 
Yeah, I mean, it's wild. I don't. I'm not disappointed by that. I also passed out early last night with the uh, with the delightful person next to me. So it, that's just been a fun thing. Like you just do stuff all day long, and then you come back, have a little extracurricular activity, and then go to bed. It's kind of a nice way to do things these mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. So I I cannot complain. Um, also, did you know that extracurricular activities? For children means sports, and for adults means drugs. But in your case, I feel like it meant sex. <laughs> I just want to clar- I just want to clarify that for the people back home. What? Since when does it mean drugs? Dude, that's what I heard <laughs> when I from who? When I moved out here, I remember like I I said that I said like oh like extracurriculars, and they're like oh, and I'm like. Why are you giving me that look? And they're like, well, like, what kind of, like, what did you do? And I'm like, you know, like, volleyball, whatever. And they're yeah, like, I would they're still like, use no. it for that. I would still use yes. it for that. But I was like, referencing sex, but if we know anything about this podcast, and if there's anybody who's been a loyal fan that has listened to this show through and through, I've used a different word for sex every episode. I mean, yeah, that's fair. I'm just simply stating a fact that, like, hmm, you learned something new today, Ethan. I, you know what I did? Although, I don't know if I like what I learned today. Cause I but they lo- don't call it extracurricular activities. It's just like a extracurriculars. Like, just extracurriculars. Yeah. Mm. I still don't, I, honestly, God, still don't know if I like learning that. Extracurriculars, 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 I still think that I tell people I do extracurricular activities. Well, maybe you should stop. The- they think you're a pothead or doing coke. No, but I don't look like a drug doing addict. Doing ketamine. Although a lot of people out here don't look like they do the drugs that they do, but they're like doing ketamine. I, I know. I was just about to. I was about to. And I'm like, fuck, slow down. I, I'm like reeling that back in. You're right. And I also just watch. I don't watch reels or TikToks. 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 God, I have an accent now. TikToks very often, but I just saw one of a guy who like subtly was complimenting himself for being an attractive man and being like, "You guys probably don't think I'm a drug addict, but I'm recovering." drug addict and you know what i may look like this i may look hot but i am a drug addict it doesn't matter if you're hot doesn't matter if you're poor he was an average looking okay he was a good looking guy yes to the degree of like i wouldn't have picked him as a drug addict but also didn't need him like like going on he was like like he was basically like drugs drugs don't pick you out of a line they don't just go you deserve to be on drugs. You deserve to be on drugs. No, you're too good looking oh, to be he on got drugs. Deep. Yeah, and I was like watching it, and I was like, oh, one, I hate that we have to share all of that information online all these like all the time. Like, well, yeah, there was a day and age where you didn't want anybody to know you did drugs. Like, you could also tell when some people do do drugs. You're like, well, that person's they're, yeah. like their flesh is coming off of their face. They're for sure a heroin addict. Yeah, I don't know. I it was a weird. It was a weird thing. But I back to my point was I don't look like a drug addict, so I hope the people I told I participate in extracurricular. You don't activities. have to be a drug addict to partic- participate in extracurriculars. Got you it, could got just it. do coke occasionally. Ugh. Or like you know what I mean, like extracurriculars. Like yeah, participating some extracurriculars. Stay off the weed. Okay, Stephen A. Yeah. Um. All right. We're talking no guests. For the next couple episodes, but we are talking travel, travel. which I think we're going to get, Sierra came up with a bunch of ideas along the lines of what we could talk about travel. I have recently been saying how important it is to have some, like a significant other when traveling because it like really heightens the experience. But yeah. there's a lot of elements that go into travel before you even get to that significant other stage. Mm-hmm. But travel is something that we all do and... uh Hopefully, like, you and I are about to help each other out because I suck at traveling. Like, suck at traveling, like, in planning or suck at traveling and like, 
I like, just don't the very do minute. it, or like I don't no, no, know no. how to pack. Or I like... feel like packing's huge. I do it literally the night before, if Same. not like when I wake up in the morning and be like, it's okay, I'll have plenty of time when I wake up in the morning and you pack. never do. Nope, definitely don't. I travel a, a good amount, often to Chicago, yeah. but um, would love to expand that travel. I'm just a big Sally when it comes to being on a plane. That is true. That, that is a downfall. And, that is a weakness of yours. And everything we plan to talk about. Like, I have attempted every trick in the book to be okay on a plane. I have legitimately gotten to airports and yeah. binged, binge drank like I was at a fraternity party. Well, that's that's one way to did, go about your fear. Did not work. It, like, the adrenaline that kicks in when I'm up, like, sobered me up like that. I feel like that's normal. That's like anxiety of like being in this aircraft that you don't know anything about. Even though they're like, if, even if both engines go out, like you could fly for miles. And I know how say, it. it's like one in eighteen billion for a commercial flight to go down. Literally, I'm saying commercial flight because I'm not including private jets, small or planes. The whole, up, the, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's one in eighteen billion, and that number apparently is only going up. And if you know. Knocking on wood for everybody that's listening to this thing. If you know anything, you know that there hasn't been a commercial incident like in the United States in, I guess, since 9-11. I mean, yeah, but we, I don't think we'd technically count that one. Right, and I, they don't count that one. That's what I'm saying. Right, like, right, right. That, so, was, that was compromised. So I don't, right, I don't know why I have this irrational fear of being on a plane, but hey, that's okay. It doesn't, st- it doesn't stop me from f- traveling, though. Which that's is, the big part. Which is good, but maybe if you had a travel companion, she'll right. make you feel 20 times better. And I do. That is my p- The only time I feel more comfortable on a plane is when I'm with people I know. Have you ever taken a trip with a significant other? Yeah, but like it's been since I've been on the West Coast, so it's mostly like driving or quick trip. Like a quick trip. Quick trips to like Scottsdale, Vegas, Santa Barbara, like San easy. Diego. Yeah, they're like easy. easy which are great. I mean, yeah. That's uh, and again, it's still you still learn about it when you have to Even share hotel driving, space. You have to you have to learn. Right. You learn a lot about that person about like how they travel, how they pack, like what they do, how like because you could be with someone that's so efficient at traveling, it just makes your life twenty times easier, and you're like, wow, this is so amazing traveling with this person. But then you could also be in a relationship or something with someone who is so bad at it. They take forever. They're lollygagging. They don't know anything, and they're just like almost like weighing you down. Where you're like, can you just do something? Like, can you do that, something? And I'm probably the extreme other end. I'm at the airport way too early. Mm, not me. And I'm also the guy who leaves at 4.30 in the morning if I'm driving. Like, when I go to Vegas, I'm up 4.30 out of the door driving because I want to miss all the traffic. When I Well, that's, like, that's your own, like, travel quirk. You're just, like, one of those early people. That's, like, normal. That's a, like, when Danielle goes to San Francisco... She leaves at four in the morning. Yeah, because you just avoid all the traffic. Like I, yeah, it's when nice. I'm traveling, traveling to me is a mission, and I think the American people are forgetting that it is a mission. It is the objective to go from one place to another. I and mean, yeah, it's fabulous. everybody in between slows the process down. Whether it's the dumb people in the security line who don't take everything out of their like, fucking what pockets do I or bags to do, and you're like, and like then you bond with other people in the line. You're like, have you ever traveled before? Like. 
get your, like, take your fucking shoes off, put the belt in the bin, get your electronics out of your bag, like, put it in the bin, and push your shit forward. You know what? And honestly, just because I saw it on my way over here today, you know how when you're first learning to drive, you're given, like, a sticker, like, student driver, mm-hmm. like, training, so people... It's your first time flying. Yes. You should, if it is your first time flying on your bag, and or just, you know what, a sticker for first your bag... Timer. It should be first-timer because if you're not a first-timer and you still listen to all these people, these kind people at the the TSA agents. They're not kind. They're pissed. I would be pissed, too, if I worked for TSA. Right. I'm just trying to be nice to them because I I always – it's one of my nervous quirks. Like, I will say – You're overly nice to them. Overly nice to them every step of the way. Well, a lot of people are. Think about it. First off, they say it 600 times. You're in a line, so you're going to hear it multiple times. Right, so laptops fucking out, Laptops out, water bottles empty. Blah, 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 or blah. they'll tell you, keep your shoes on. Like, Love that one. Move the line. And that's honestly, that's like a holiday. When they're telling you, keep, keep your, your shoes, shoes on, on. Oh, you're like, the best day ever. Like, you're like, fuck yeah, I don't want to retie although, these converse. Although I am, so I guess this is a great question, because I don't know if this matters. This does matter. This would matter to you. So I've heard the take about flying dress for success like people yeah. dress up to fly right then you've got me who wears bare bones like i will wear sweatshirt sweatpants and flip-flops because i want the easiest access yeah. and most comfortable access most comfortable. on a plane what's your thought of how do you dress well my thing is well what i've also heard from seeing different things online and and people that travel a lot is if you dress well and look presentable, at least, you are more likely to be treated a certain way by the flight staff. You are more likely to get upgraded for free. You are more likely to, like, your chances of, like, instead of you going and looking like a complete slob. So, like, what I do is I still go in comfort, you know, like, I'll throw on, like, leggings and, like, a leisurely top. But I'll, like, accessorize it to make it look like I'm, like actually presentable and then I get there a little bit early I walk up to the desk and I always ask them like hey do you have any upgrades available you know ask them how their day's going talk to them just like be relatable and then like I don't know I'd say like eight times out of ten they're like yeah what like first class upgrades no but like a window seat or like not the 32nd row or like ah you're a peasant what do you mean I and this might be (laughs) I also a lot of times Let me I, just fly, say, I fly Spirit because what, it's the only place that takes the only one that takes yeah, you back to Cleveland. See, I will never fly Spirit, and this isn't like money. I'm not loaded, but I will never fly Spirit. I always, always look for the best deal that is in like plus, like comfort plus. You are a peasant. Well, like yeah, I, I'm young I, because I don't need to be the tur- because the turbulence. One, I do need to be comfortable if I'm sitting there for four hours well, or get like antsy. You're like one in a, in a plane. And then the turbulence is you feel less turbulence at the front of the plane. So I always sit as close to the front of the plane behind, like, right behind first class as possible. My other thing for dressing at the airport is I – not even <laughs> the airport. Shut, but, shut down. Um, I, I always dress like you're going to see your ex-boyfriend everywhere you go because, like, you're always dressed – like, you're always dressed at the least fuck? somewhat nice. Okay. Presentable. Like, it'd be like dress like you're going to see your ex-girlfriend. Like, if you ever saw your ex-girlfriend – like, I mean, I don't know about you, but if I ever saw my ex, I'd want to be looking good. I don't want to be, like, a complete scrub looking horrible and, like, he's over there looking great with his, like, hot new girlfriend and, like, they're both whatever. And I'm just like, uh, hi, I'm looking hideous today. I want to be like, fuck yeah, this is what you missed out on and I'm doing fucking awesome. I really do think that's more of a 
woman thing. Like I but don't. But then it's also like it I gives me a sense ex- of like confidence. Like when I'm just out and about. Like I'm always trying to just like dress presentable. Yeah. I wouldn't say nice. That's like a topic for a different day. But like I clearly don't dress. Like I I will either wear all black or I wear everything comfortable. Like, but like that's just you, and that's fine. Like I still am leisurely when I go to the airport. Like I'm still trying to be comfortable. Flip flops. The reason I thought about this was like the, I wear flip flops because oh, I when when we get to the shoe bin thing, it's just a. Whoosh. It depends on where I'm going. It depends on what I if I have a carry on or if I've packed a suitcase. Because sometimes I like to wear things that I'm going to wear when I get to my destination, just so I don't have to like worry about extra fucking things. I will say because we're probably going to speak more on the aspect of being with other people when you travel. I think I am at my peak efficiency traveling alone. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I love just traveling. Alone. I just don't like doing it. So, but it's so easy. You don't have to worry about anything. Your own bags. Do your own thing. Just like get to the airport, get on the plane, get off. Yeah, so easy. I've traveled. So easy. I've traveled with friends who, unlike me, can't wait till the airport to drink. So mm-hmm. that becomes an absolute shit show. Like not being able to get your boarding pass, not being able to get there through the security line, or being at the right gate because intoxication levels are too high. Intoxication levels are high. Um. So. Yes, for efficiency's sake, I think traveling alone is the best. And traveling with your goons of like friends like can always be a shit show. You can always get in an airport. You got one friend who probably forgot his wallet. You got one friend who probably like there's just always something that goes on. Once you get past security, probably more fun to be with your friends. But like I always feel yeah, airport beers, mimosas, the the lead up to that is just so stressful for me because I am so like organized at an airport, and I have just friends who are not or like just the absolute reverse. Well, that's what happens when you travel with, like, large groups. Like, if, like when I go, like, when I went to, um, like, Tulum, and it was Nadine and myself, like, it was kind of just, like, like, we were both fine. It was just two of us, no biggie. Just the two of like, you. Like, it, so, it was so easy. You can make but it I've also been time. places where, like, you know, when we go dating to Daytona, Ugh. the airports are stacked with everybody you know going to spring break, and, like, everyone's on the flight. You're My getting buzz balls. Just you're getting buzz balls on the plane. I brought my one time to Daytona. I brought my own little like you know those little like one shot like Smirnoff things like you can buy. See, them, but like, that would be fun. like having a plane basically full of like us. That's no, it was fun. so fun. Right. Anyway, you didn't answer my question. You know what I'm talking about? The Smirnoff middle bottle. Yeah, you like they little have, like, mini things. Mi- yeah, that's like you one go to shot. like party source and you get like a crate full. You just bring them all in. Yeah, and I guess it's illegal to have that on a plane. Or, oh, like, bring your own Definitely illegal. Um, yeah. But anyway, I got it on, on my carry-on, and I was putting it in my orange juice on the plane, and the lady came up to me, and she was like, um, ma'am, you need, I know for a fact that we don't sell Smirnoff on this plane, and so you need to put that away before I do something about it. And I'm like, what are you going to do? Call the marshal, the air marshal, because I got and fucking like, Smirnoff? Yes. Like, we land the plane in Atlanta? Like, wouldn't that be just this... What a story if I got our whole plane landed in Atlanta. Breaking news, United Airlines down because woman drinking small Smirnoff can. Maybe. My friends would just be pissed because we didn't get to Daytona. I, I, if I were on that plane, I would be livid. I would But then coming back is choke the worst. You out. Because then, like, one time, like, coming back from Daytona, Koval got, fell asleep at the airport because his flight was so early. He went out the night before and, like, you know, did the, I'm going to stay up all night and just make it to the airport. Never a great plan. And never a great plan. Falls asleep on the bench, wakes up, his shoes are gone, his his wallet's gone, I think one of his carry-on bags was gone, like, everything was just gone. And he was just like, okay, I don't know, I'm Traveling, no matter the degree, that is probably the worst degree of it. Traveling home is always the worst part of traveling. Yeah, it doesn't matter what kind of trip you're going on. 
Unless yeah. it's like a business trip. Where it's like nice to come then home. Then I'd be like, yeah, like okay, fuck yeah, I'm excited. But to even be then, home. but then for me, the anticipation of getting home makes it even feel longer getting home. And I always feel like yeah. shit goes awry when you're traveling home, home. Um, full pivot to significant other traveling, and you were on the verge of doing a massive trip with yours to I know. Brazil. Brazil. Um, this is Brazil. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna open it up weird. I just, I have to. I have to make a claim, and I have to have a conversation about okay. it. Okay. Hotel sex seems like a way more freaky, fun it's experience. Fa- it's fantastic. Is it like a weird thing? Like- no. I feel like that's a, honestly traveling. Well, first of all, travel, if I'm looking for a significant other, like that you is, have to be that is like the first thing on, my ch- like on the checklist. If you don't like to travel, if you don't like to go exploring new cities, if you like don't even like getting in airplanes, we cannot be together. Because that is all that I want to do. And there's something about, like, just being in a hotel room or in an Airbnb with your significant other in, like, a new place. It's just, like, it's, it's like, hot and bothered. I'm just, I like, agree. I remember I, fucking my ex and I went to Boston because he ran the Boston Marathon. And we were in the hotel room. I literally jumped his bones, like, every five seconds. He was like, <laughs> what has gotten into you? And I was like, we're in a hotel room. Just live it up. And he's like, right, so you have this, it, he's like, what I'm are you talking lie. about? I'm like, what do you mean what am I talking about? Just take it. Like, we, We're two for two under this table right now. But I think people are going to be like, weird. it's like people look at it as like a weird fetish. No, I think it's I think it's so normal. Like you're like it's a it's a new place. I don't know. So for it's instance, it's a new place. For instance, I didn't really understand this, but in Vegas, the last time I was with somebody, I went with somebody to Vegas, and we got we had a hotel room at the Circus Circus, and they upgraded us to a suite, and this room is just massive. And like you're right, the first thing I thought of was like, how can I turn this into my my playpen? Basically, I mean, yeah, I feel like you don't even have to think about it. It just is your playpen already. And, a bit, and then the the right, the whole aura of Vegas is just like is what just the aura of not being in your city, and it's just the two of you and somewhere new. Like it's just like the world is our right. oyster. It's fun and exciting. It's it like almost fun. like a yeah. I don't know. It's, it's great. It's I I love it. I love it. Well, so I didn't much. know you're gonna be that much on the same page as me. No, yeah. Even when like I take a driving trip, like my ex and I went to San Diego. Like I was just like okay so and we were little and we were also not even in a hotel room we were staying with his cousin and his cousin's wife, in their home and I was like I right, don't well, even no. care, <laughs> and then the other thing is the the door that <laughs> to our room, it's shut but the dog would always just like is if the dog just like pokes its nose the door will open like it just didn't lock so the dog just kept coming in and like we're in the middle of a hanky pank situation and we're just like. This isn't what we want. His cousin for sure knew, but, you know, that is life. We are adults. Okay, but there's also the argument to be made on the other side of that, that you guys are adults with in the same place as another respectable duo of adults. I know, and but we couldn't help that's ourselves. Because like that's almost more like a teenage, young adult. I know, adult. but I, it, like, makes you feel like you're, like, it's, like, risky, like you're in a new place, and you're, like... Yeah, I completely agree. It. There is something a little, like, if I was traveling to, like, their mother's house, I'd be like, eh. I mean... Yeah, I wouldn't do it there. Like, when we were in Boston and we stayed in his family's home, I didn't even try. I was just like, this isn't hot. 
No, there is something that this isn't hot about it. Yeah, nope. I was like, this isn't like, hot. The whole family's old... here. <laughs> yeah, like, there's like... a basement. There's some one of the one of the kids lives in the basement below us, and then we got people upstairs. I'm like, I'm not even fucking with it. It's basically a giant no. booby trap to see if like you're a respectable adult. Yeah, and then I was just like, I felt weird being in his family's and weird not his cousin's house. Like, his, but his cousin was chill. Like, it was it was different. It was just a different vibe. This was like his full family from Boston. Like everybody was in this home. And it was like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, I don't know whose bed this is. I don't want to ruin the sheets. I don't want to disgrace this room. It's a nice room. I don't want mom to walk in. Well, mom's definitely not gonna walk in. It wasn't his mom either. It was like his aunt. Well, I don't want. I don't want Aunt Barb. I don't want pops. I don't want uncle. I don't want. Yeah, no one. Little Jim. Jim. It was just a totally different vibe. And like we, yeah, it was totally a different vibe. But it's a different story when the dog's poking his nose in. But when fucking little kid comes running through and it's like, "What's that?" You're like, "It's game over." Yeah. So family houses is not one family of them. Family houses is a no. But that's why I opened I it. Like, it was hotels. Hotels was like Hotel. they're just something. Hotels is like they're it. great. A because, hotel and you know Airbnb. What it, this is one of the one of the sad reason why that probably is. Because you're not responsible for that room, so you can do whatever you want to that I room. Mean, which and is then sick. Somebody, thinking about so many other people do exactly what you do. I know. I'm them. just saying. But that's why. It's like your playpen that somebody else is going to have to clean up and turn over and you'll never see that room again. Yeah, I know. Hmm. Like, yeah, you don't have to clean anything. You don't have to do anything. You can you can do it anywhere. You can do it in the bathroom. Like, we did it in the bathroom all over. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them what hotel you're staying in. Is it Marriott Bonvoy, brought to you by yeah. Sierra Sex Life. I don't know. Somewhere. <laughs> Some fucking hotel. Honestly, it probably wasn't Marriott. It was a nice hotel. Shout out, Marriott. Shout Give out us a Marriott's. call. We'll sleep in your beds. We'll sleep in your beds. With our significant others. Anytime. But even, like, not even significant others, traveling with friends is just, like, so fun. Like, I've got a trip. Hopefully, it'll happen this fall with Nadine, and we're going to go to Europe for, like, a long period of time. And I'm just, like, it's just the best. Cause, and it seems like when Nadine and I went to Tulum, like, we were there for a week. We didn't get sick of each other one time. That's we were a both huge like importance. on the same page like every day. Because her and I are when I travel, if I'm going somewhere new, I like to do at least one tourist day. Like I just want to see yeah. something. You should if it's that somewhere brand in, new. Yeah, I'm like I, like I want to go see like these like temples in Mexico and like the cenotes and like all the stuff. And so like as long I was like as long as we do that once every other day, her and I were just like, "Okay, what do you want to do today?" Like, it was just a, a up in the air, like, what do you want to do? What do you feel like doing right now? And then let's go do it. I'm like, say, Europe's going to give you a big opportunity to do a lot of that. I know. You should be more than a tourist for one day. But oh, so- for sure. Well, we're going to have that, like, a little bit more mapped out. But it's just, like, it's it's a matter of, and it's a hard task to do to find somebody that aligns with your travel, like, really? vibe. Like- but it was just, like, so nice to be with somebody where I wasn't annoyed with her, like, after a day or two. And, like, I wanted to do this, but, like, she wanted to do that. Like, we're both pretty chill people. So we were just like, yeah, that sounds fun. Let's go. You know? Yeah, you definitely need the person who whose vibe matches will go along. Like, it's got to be a give and take about you guys choosing things you both want to do. But, like... You gotta keep the adventure levels high. Like you don't, Always high. you don't want to go on a vacation. And yes, there are the vacations where you're at a gorgeous tropical, like ocean spread or beach, and you want to relax and have those days off. But you're right, you gotta like intermix like fun activities, and having a person who's down to do that with you is yeah. Also, is a person down right to spend money. Yeah, that's uh like and like it has that's the to be, that's the thing about travel. It is not cheap. It's not cheap. It depends on it depends on where you go. But in a sense of, like, if I'm going, you know, somewhere tropical, it's 
kind of like, okay, so are you down to spend some extra dough on like jet ski rides and like maybe a boat something or like, you know, like extracurriculars I, <laughs> that, that we want to partake in other than just eating and drinking and walking around the city. Right. There's, like, you know what I mean? When I, because I just did this in Vegas separate time like did the boys trip to vegas because travel boys trips are another whole form of travel it would be a different conversation like that those weekends are just electric from the moment I feel like I the tickets book right girls weekends same thing it's just like exactly. fuck yeah you know you're just excited because like yeah. it's like reckless abandon basically yeah but i'm forgetting kind of but again the t- like when we got the money is the talk when we got there it was kind of like i know what number i really don't want to cross but I'll but, cross it. but, <laughs> but, but I'll the cross card's it. gonna swipe the card is going to swipe, yeah. and I, for these five days I'm here, don't have any worry in the world no. about outside factors. We're not budgeting while we're on no. the trip. Like, I completely, like, that's so unhealthy. It's, but I I can just, vouch it's the same thing as, as, as being just getting happened. hot and bothered. Yeah. Once you get there, you're like, I don't a give jet a ski trip, fuck. $600? Yes. Yes, because it, it's worth it. I'm yeah. going to remember it forever. And, like, that's what I always think about. I'm like, I want to remember this forever. Yeah, Money's, like money ain't no thing. Money will come come around. Hopefully, <laughs> money so. will come back to you. But yeah, it will. It is the checkbooks out the window. You're basically until the bank calls you or your card. Yeah, card until something calls happens, you you're you just kind keep of, swiping. And I never, I'm never a person that comes back. And a lot of people are like, oh well, <clears throat> you know how much money did you spend in Tulum? I literally look at them. I'm like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I was gonna say I have no fucking idea. I, don't I couldn't know. even give I don't you a roundabout. Look. Couldn't even give you a roundabout. And that's like I get, and because again, when you take these trips, and this is important when you travel, like it is your like getaway. It is a moment yeah. in time that like you're putting aside like most responsibility. It's an experience that you're right. gonna remember for like so, ever. So you do put kind of like I guess maybe that's the other part of the hotel. You just put your fears aside and you just run with it. Yeah, you Whatever. just go. But that you, but the people on the trip have to be in the same thing, right? Because if you're with a group and like one person doesn't want to, it's like okay. Don't be fucking no. Don't don't bring the group down. Don't be you a Debbie Downer. You participate. Yeah. You participate. And by the way, we hope you participate by listening to all these episodes because that's all the time we have this week, everybody. We will be back for more conversation. Who knows? We may talk and travel again. Sierra, where is the next place you plan to travel? Is it Europe? Where is your dream destination, if that's easier? And uh, mm. give us your sign off. The next place I'm traveling, unfortunately, not 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 unfortunately. Um, this weekend I'm going to a wedding in Ohio and it's going to be fabulous. Shout out to Morgan and Jade. I know you guys listen. It's wedding week. Um, but the next place I plan to travel, like I said, is Europe with Nadine. And my dream place to travel is Greece. Love that. I am traveling to Scottsdale, Arizona (laughs) for huge at the end of July and trying to maybe sneak a Hawaii trip in there. Maybe New York. We'll figure it out. But I do need to travel. That's all the time we have, folks. (laughs) We'll catch you next week. This is Under the Table Talk. Peace. Ciao for now. Woo!
like a Benz, bitch. I've arrived with a motherfucking bucket full of CDs. I'm flying out my city and it's really something. Bushmen, little buildings and the hills amongst them. Got a couple homies out in Austin, cost them. Messages, W tickets, cop them. Cause I'm feeling like a bigger stage, a bigger wage. Just coming from what's pumping in my ribcage. I'm getting paid and nothing's new again. Now my dick again. Yep, I came up out what I used to claim back in blacker days. Now I move the ball forward. I'm cracking open pack of plays, Dave. I'm pumped about your son, man. Your one man that got me into music in the first place. In the worst ways, I I wanna give your boy the gift of feeling right brained and know the love that mom and pop and Drew and us have contained. I, I can't say that it gets to me, but every time I put my head up, there's a flex to V. You'll get none. You'll get none. You'll get. None. None, you'll get absolutely nothing Every time I get the breath to breathe You're next to me With your fucking press release You'll get none You'll get none You'll get what? Wrong girl Everybody want a piece when you a rock star They wanna talk about the bottles and the lobster They never talk about the inner piece of lockdown How to handle situations from the top down Let's have a more intelligent conversation This doodles interview and me was just a flex and a fake A told my reply was some bullshit And that's some true shit And that's whatever feels good And that's when it gets real good Hell yeah, I'm a business bitch Zack a business bitch I've arrived all up in it With a bucket full of CDs and freebies And if you think you're really gonna see me Then put a decade of focus in it Maybe I'll be Sacrifices, I'll never regret this Okay, my cocky flow is officially Thank you for listening to Believe You can show support to your host By subscribing to the show And giving us a five-star rating On your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com And search for B-L-E-A-V On YouTube